You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora. Hello, Aurora. How are you? Good. How about you? I am doing pretty good. Uh, I hope your week has untangled itself uh, sufficiently enough uh, <laughs> enough enough for you to be able to come and sit down yes. uh, with us and, and talk about Daredevil at least. Mm-hmm. We've had you had we've had to move the the date to record a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. It's been a crazy week. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Was it uh, like family stuff or was it work stuff or just a both. combination of things? Yeah, both. Yeah. Both. It was just one of those weeks. Surprisingly, this may come as a shock to some people, but life and uh, family and, and work tend to be more important than television shows. So it's okay. <laughs> they Yes. <laughs> nobody, nobody should really complain right now anyway, because everything is free. You're listening to this. It's free. Nobody has mm-hmm. to pay for this anymore the paywall is down this is one of the uh the first shows to go up i think this is maybe like the third show i think mm-hmm. that we've recorded that is that has gone up under this uh this new free banner everything's still at com slash premium and i suggest uh and i bet aurora might suggest as well that if you enjoy this show you should uh go to the premium website and check out a bunch of the other shows uh yeah. Including some of the other ones that Aurora herself is on, like Hear the Walking Dead and the Great Escape podcast, even though mm-hmm. you guys just completed that. Yeah. It could be the literal end of Supergirl. It because could be, but I, I'm hopeful. So. I'm hopeful they, <laughs> they renew it as well. Or, well, I, I don't know if you guys have talked about it on your show, but we talked about it on the main podcast a little bit, that there is talk that if it doesn't get renewed by CBS that it might get picked up by the CW mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you know yeah. would just mean that they would have a literally f- like a week long block of superhero shows yeah. on CW like Monday through Thursday so I won't fine. complain no. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome <laughs> No, uh, more is always better mm-hmm. uh, and speaking of well I was going to say more is better but it's not necessarily the case they don't give us a ton. They give us less episodes here with Daredevil, but uh, we're, we're getting quality over quantity here yeah. uh, with this show. Two episodes we're talking about this week, and one was pretty good. One I mm-hmm. thought was great, because mm-hmm. one was basically a setup for the other. Right. Let's hop into it. Let's talk about it. It's season two, episode seven of the Daredevil, called Semper Fidelis. And uh, we start... With the beginning of the Frank Castle Punisher trial. And Matt has been neglecting his work on the case because he's too busy moonlighting with Electra. Uh, the two of them raid a train car to get an extent, uh, they get in an extended fight with the Yakuza, which I thought was cool at the time, but 
I had no idea what I was in for with the next episode. <laughs> uh, only for Electra to be wounded and Daredevil keeps her. Uh, so this happens when he, when Daredevil keeps her from killing somebody. Mm-hmm. And she basically gets wounded uh, as a result. Uh, after Matt tends to her wounds and asks her why she left him, she tells him that it was because he deserves better. There's some seeds being planted here, but we learn more. Uh, The next morning, Matt is late to make the opening statement in the Punisher trial, and a reluctant Foggy is forced to take over for him, but that's a pretty good job, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt's relationship, though, with Foggy and Paige are deteriorating because of this uh, constant moonlighting with Elektra. And uh, Matt decides that, well, I, I don't even think it's a decision. He's kind of forced to reveal uh, to Foggy that he's been working with Electra, that he's yeah. the, that she's the rich client. And uh, Foggy assumes that Matt is having an affair with her mm-hmm. and suggests that Matt leaves the case altogether and explain things to Karen. That night, Daredevil and Electra force a local corrupt professor to decrypt uh, a Yakuza ledger mm-hmm. that uh, they had procured earlier. And it leads them to an abandoned warehouse where they discover the Yakuza are digging a really, 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 really big hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, which ends, I love the way the episode ends because I think it's, it's Matt dropping a flashlight down there. Right. And he's waiting for it to hit the bottom. And she says, hey, tell me when it hits. And he goes, okay. And then mm-hmm. we just wait there in silence. And they go to the credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about that a little bit more at the beginning of the next episode. But for now, tell me uh, what you thought about uh, this episode. I it, it, it was interesting to watch this episode and the next one. Because mm-hmm. I usually watch this show to see... Matt Murdock. <laughs> right. Um, and in these two episodes, especially this one, I felt like the scenes without Matt were better. Yeah. Were the best scenes. Uh, the stuff with... To the ones... Yeah. Yeah, the stuff the with Foggy, Foggy and Karen in yeah. the courtroom. Yeah, and Punisher. Oh. All of those scenes were way better mm-hmm. than whatever is happening with him and Electra. Yeah, that... Uh, in my opinion. Yeah, that... I mean, I think that for me, I felt the same way. I think for me that changes in the next episode, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it kind of comes together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, for me as well, the the yeah. courtroom drama was actually much better, and I liked uh, I liked everything that mm-hmm. was Foggy and Karen in the courtroom. Uh, just uh, the opening statement, which mm-hmm. Foggy, in, in in true to form, Foggy fashion, he had all these, uh, these uh, these cards with the thing on, and he's flipping through the cards, and he's bumbling his way through. Like he can't mm-hmm. get past the first sentence, and then he just says, ah, "Fuck it," and throws the cards. Essentially, throws the cards away, and yeah. then wings it, and of course, nails it. Yeah. I don't know why. Like he always does. <laughs> you know, like you know, the funny thing is, like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, people who do impressions mm-hmm. of like uh, not necessarily of of. I mean, maybe it's for voices too, but for accents and things like that, people have like a trigger word that they have to like they can't do the impression or the accent unless they do say the 
the trigger word. Like they, mm-hmm. without it, they can't do it. They have some word that leads them in to the accent. I feel like this is Foggy's thing. Like he can't do good unless he like tries to do something that's out of his comfort zone. Yeah. And then he fails miserably. And like, <laughs> that's his way into doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Is like, I'm so unprepared. I'll try. Yeah. And then he sucks. And then he's like, this isn't working. And then just wings it. I don't know why he doesn't just mm-hmm. wing it all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's kind of his thing. He sucks yeah. at first and then he gets confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He finds that inter- that inner strength. Um, the, the fight with the Yakuza, that stuff was fun, but... Mm-hmm. It really kind of pales in comparison to the stuff we get in the next episode this really was with the this this was like you said this was a setup for Mm -hmm. the next episode it it didn't feel like a yeah you know a very strong episode it was something more you know just setting up the the scene for the next one so yeah um people who listen to these shows will hear us say filler a lot but i think Mm -hmm. filler might be too strong of a term for for this episode because there was some really great stuff that uh, that moved other things along, mm-hmm. but it, it was clearly setting the stage for the next episode. And I have to say, I'm maybe I'm biased with mm. the the scenes where Matt is in with Electra because it annoys me as a really? viewer. It annoys me so much as a viewer to see him with Electra mm-hmm. um, and ignoring his actual best friends i would say foggy and uh, yes you, you know it's, they are the ones that he should be supporting and helping right. especially with the case of the punisher yeah um which is a huge case mm-hmm. i mean but he's, <laughs> um, he's also got this obsession like Electra comes back into his life and granted he was very enamored with her um he is, which but is I th- why i think that foggy had a point um, right. when they were fighting because he is kind of cheating on karen a little bit Yes. I mean, I mean, like there was not... some sexual tension when they were yes. in the apartment, right? So... I mean, I mean, they're not sexual. He's not like physically cheating on her with mm-hmm, her, but mm-hmm. she's spending a lot of time with her. But I think a yeah. lot of it revolves around Matt's obsession to protect the city. Like right. he's, uh, you know, and she's like, "It's in danger. The yakuza are still here. There's this thing going down," uh, and uh, he he has this. You know, and it's the superhero curse, right? The double mm-hmm. life. You know, you got to trade one for the other. Yeah. And I guess at this point, he feels like the thing he's doing with Electra is more important broadly. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the same time, you can totally see. And he's got a good thing going with Karen. And he just yeah. pa- he just patched things up with Foggy. They had problems mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so... It's a double-edged sword. There's a, There's a point in the episode where Foggy tells him, like, you lied again. That you keep lying to Yes. Him. And he's like, I know I lied, but yeah. you know, I had a good reason for it, kind of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and he kind of does, but still. Uh, look, so uh, that's, you know what, you just illustrated it. That's why I don't want to call this a filler episode. There's plenty to chew on here for a viewer. Yeah. But it's just, when you watch it with this one and the next one, you clearly see that this one was just setting the stage for the next yeah, one because yeah. it was a much bigger episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by far okay uh well let's get to that one so let's do the score for semper fidelis and then we'll move on to the next episode um let's see i i will i will give it a 3.5 
Okay. Um, yeah, I had it right about there. I was yeah. kind of teetering between three and a half and three and three quarters. It was it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it just that's the problem when you watch these two together. I think I would have maybe yeah. scored this higher if we were doing one episode at a time. And you know the previous episode was really good, so yes, this one is was kind of like a break. <laughs> it was. And then they started dropping hammers on us. <laughs> uh, season two, episode eight of Daredevil. It's called Guilty as Sin. Uh, so we rejoined Daredevil and Electra when... Bing! It hit the bottom. I love that they <laughs> opened the episode with that. And uh, forget the Yakuza. Daredevil and Electra are now under attack from legit ninjas. Yeah. And they are not faring well. Uh, the uh, Electra is cut by a poison sword. Yeah, and their uh, can can't see that, not see them, but they, he can't. No, they're them. right. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil himself is about to be killed when he is saved by his old mentor, good old Stick. <laughs> Old Man Stick comes in and lays waste to these ninjas. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Uh, they rush Electra back to Matt's apartment uh, in a feverish attempt for sick, uh, Stick to save Electra with uh, basically a bunch of uh, homemade <laughs> remedies kind of put together, but he knows how to, to heal these things. Stick mm-hmm. reveals that Electra works for him and then tells Matt about the hand mm-hmm. and their purpose in New York. Uh, back in court, Foggy begins to sway the jury in Frank's favor. Matt offers to take Electra back if she will leave Stick and swear not to kill anymore. Meanwhile, Karen comes by and Stick just lets her in and yeah. is devastated to see a recovering Electra in Matt's bed. Uh, in court the next day, Frank takes the stand, but perfect, uh, but purposefully wrecks his own defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll dig into this a little bit deeper in a moment. Karen and Foggy berate Matt for allowing them to lose. Electra tells Stick that she is going to leave, uh, leave Stick's guidance to be with Matt. Uh, Matt and Electra share a close moment. Mm-hmm. Before he is attacked by an assassin, they subdue him and discover that he is but a teenager. But Electra impulsively slits his throat, mm-hmm. much to Matt's horror. And at the end of the episode, Frank is being entered, uh, ushered through the prison uh, corridors when he is brought into a rec room with a bunch of weights and workout gear. And we meet the man who has apparently brought him to this point purposefully, Wilson Fisk. Yeah. The kingpin himself from yes. season one. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about this episode because there are, there are quite a few subtleties that yeah. were not mentioned in this paragraph. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things to discuss. So uh, give me your thoughts on Guilty of Sin. <laughs> I have to say, I, I watched this episode during my lunch break in my mm-hmm. office and in that last scene yeah i said out loud holy shit <laughs> <laughs> were there any students around no okay this is good <laughs> but my co-workers were around <laughs> what's she doing 
I was like, I didn't, I thought that Fisk was not going to be at all in this season. Right. And then, you know, now we learn that he somehow is blackmailing the Punisher. Mm, he's got something going on for sure. So there's a, there's a thing. I, I read that he, per, like Frank, the Punisher takes the stand and on purpose ruins his own defense. There's mm-hmm. a moment because the whole idea is that they want Frank Frank to take the stand, uh, and right. they. Uh, but Matt hears a police officer uh, whispering to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what he whispered, but it, you know it was something like, uh, you know, think about think about what it is that you want, something along right. those lines. Right. And clearly, there is some sort of deal in place that if Frank implicates himself and goes to prison, there's he's going to be getting something out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this was apparently orchestrated by Wilson Fisk. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll see where, we'll see where that goes. Uh, continue. Uh, hopefully you didn't, you didn't uh, scare too many of your other coworkers. <laughs> um, you know, I, I appreciate the character of Electra, mm-hmm. but I don't know why just, she's not, I, I don't like her. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to. Um, I don't think we're supposed to, right? I mean, she's so toxic to yes. Matt. It's like a toxic relationship. Oh, um, for sure. And, you know, that scene where she slits the throat of that boy. Yes. I was like, wow. I mean, that was one of the most graphic things I've ever seen in a Marvel production. Yes. Ever. And almost all of them basically come from Jessica Jones and Daredevil. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely, you know, and I, I've seen pretty bad shit in, you know, yeah. on HBO shows and, you know, Walking Dead and things like that. But unprepared for yes. something like that in a Marvel yeah. show. Yeah. It's really caught know, it, goes, it goes back to, uh, I mentioned in the last episode that she she's the type of person that, you know, grew up with privilege. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she doesn't understand consequences, I think. Right. Um, because she's always have, you know... She's had everything, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. She's she's just that type of person, and I don't. Th- I think that's why I find her annoying that she doesn't care what happens to her because she's that entitled. Right. <laughs> I mean, and and some of it is okay. So here's a here's another thing that they revealed. So it it just says here that Stick reveals that Elector worked for him, and that mm-hmm. and he tells Matt about the hand and their purpose, etc. That doesn't really say a whole lot, but he does. He talks about the history of the hand, the group, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, their immortality, and the chaste, who are the ones that are trying to stop him. Which Stick is apparently the leader of at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and he is trying to stop them. And uh, after Electra tells Stick that she wants to stay with Matt. And Stick, you know, gets in his car and he's like, let's get the band back together. I don't know what that means, but I have a feeling there's some other assassins that he's acquainted with that mm-hmm. uh, he's going to acquire the services of. But there's a scene where Matt and Electra are talking and she reveals to him that in that flashback where we first see them meeting, she, you know, that wasn't oh, fate. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was she was an assignment. Right. Uh, or Matt wasn't an assignment for her. Stick wanted her to get Matt to fall back in line with him, mm-hmm. which is which actually does explain almost everything, like why she was trying to get Matt to kill that guy 
and everything. She wanted him to kind of fall back in line with how the chaste views things and get him back in line uh, with Stick to help him and the rest of the chaste fight the hand. Uh, and Electra admits that she screwed up because she legitimately fell in love with him and she has feelings for him. Uh, you know, so it's like, <laughs> like that. And she had me there for a minute. She mm-hmm. had me where I was like, you know, I, you know what? I kind of feel bad for her a little bit, right. but then like it kicks in and she just kills that dude. Yep. And Matt's like, you know what? I don't really think we could date anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got this, I've got this really nice girl that, you know, yeah. she, we like to watch Netflix and have popcorn and, you know, and she doesn't the- slit anyone's throat and she's really nice. Yeah. And I get the feeling from Electra that she, um, again, going back with the, you know, with her being an entitled person, mm-hmm. I feel like she wants Matt because she can't have him. Like he is with Karen. So right. she feels like, you know, she's so desperate for his attention because he's not He's giving his attention to someone else, if that right. makes sense. Right. Um, so I don't know if she's really like sincere with her feelings or if it's just, you know, that yeah. part of her personality where she just wants what she can't have. So. Uh, now, because they did courtroom stuff mm-hmm. in both episodes, you may have to remind me which episode this took place in because I forgot to mention how much I love this scene. I'm hoping it's this episode so I can just stay current and within this episode. But when it's when they have Frank's old commanding officer take the stand Mm -hmm. as a character witness. Was that this episode or was it the episode before? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember either. And he's played by that guy who's in everything. He was a guard in Shawshank Redemption. And... Yeah, I saw him and I was like, I've seen this guy before, but I couldn't place him. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's in everything. And he's really good. Uh, I'm just going to state for the record, because I don't remember if it was this episode or the, or the previous episode. But that was a great scene. when they were Because yeah, they called him as a character witness. Mm-hmm. And he's telling the story about how... Uh, you know, Frank was under the command of this 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 fool who put them in this really bad situation, and he single handedly made sure everyone made it out alive. Mm-hmm. And the DA goes to cross examine him, and he's like, you know, but everything you said was, you know, this this account, everything is redacted. It was a classified mission. Uh, you know what? You know, the only person who could corroborate it was somebody who was there. And then right. he spills the beans that he was the commanding officer who was an idiot. Mm-hmm. And Frank saved his life and he's called him a hero. And yeah. it was that was such a great uh, that was such a great scene. And I, I hope it was in this episode. So this way I sound even smarter by I think it, not... like it, it was because something that we didn't yeah. mention about the previous episode is that they had also that guy, the um who did the autopsy on the... That's right. That was in this episode as well. Um, And then he, you know, confessed that he forged the autopsy report. Yes. Um, But he, he, yes, because he was, uh, he was threatened. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Actually, he was threatened by Electra, wasn't it? Right, right. So that was in the previous episode, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Matt got really mad at her. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, basically, bottom line is between these two episodes, a lot of great courtroom drama. There was the yeah. the the ballistics guy who talked about Frank getting shot in the head and like mm-hmm. the trauma that would cause him and his uh, his his opinion of what type of of state that would leave him in and right. uh, just. There's so much great stuff. Oh I God. love and that, that. I love scene... the... Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, mine was so minor. I was just going to say that I love that there were like people in the courtroom with signs and placards yeah. that were like, "Yeah, Punisher," and like, <laughs> "Boo, he's a murderer." Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't think they allow like, those in courtrooms normally. It's kind of like what would happen if if a person like that existed in our world. Mm-hmm. That making the real world, you could I could see people taking both sides. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. So, sure. but what I was gonna say is that I loved so much the scene when, right after, Frank Castle just screws his testimony and you know, yeah, it, it goes awful. Um, Matt, Foggy, and Karen go outside, and they Foggy and Karen are really mad at Matt yeah. because they're blaming him for. Um, kind of like provoking the punisher, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Karen says the best line ever. She's like, she says something like, "This city needs heroes, and you're not one of them." Right. That was amazing. Right. <laughs> uh, especially since she doesn't know, right? Right. Uh, and and but that yet yeah, you're right. That's amazing because it's something he's also been struggling with. Yeah. This whole time, right? Like, is he really a hero? Is he doing right. the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know, people ask him, you know, what do you think of this Daredevil guy? And, you know, yeah. he's a lawyer who's supposed to be all for justice, but Daredevil skirts justice, you know, or, or you know, at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's out for justice, but he skirts the law. Mm-hmm. Um, so he walks this really fine line. This is a really good show, Aurora. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, good show, this Daredevil good writers. show. Good writers. Indeed. Uh, yes. All right. So uh, a score for this one. Oh my gosh, just because of the final scene, I could give it a 4.5. It made you startle co-workers. <laughs> yes. You used inappropriate language in a workplace environment. I did, I did. That's, that's at least 4.5. Uh, I gave it I gave it 4.5. Uh, mm-hmm. This is super. Uh, I, I felt like holding back because I'm like, uh, look, I can't give this 5 because they just teased us with this yeah. meeting of... Of Fisk and 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 Castle, and I need mm-hmm. to see where it goes, and we're gonna get to see where it goes. That's the best part because we get to come back and talk about two more episodes, and hopefully they don't lead us on and they just give us right away. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out when we come back with more Daredevil season two, episode nine called Seven Minutes in Heaven, and season two episode ten called The Man in the Box. Mm-hmm. 